You're listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast, a podcast helping retail traders like yourself get better results. If you enjoy listening to cutting-edge options research and trading strategies that help you make consistent gains in the stock market, be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Jay Eric O'Rourke. Welcome to the first edition of the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and today I want to go over a two-year study of buying call options on the SPY after a severe market dip. And you've probably heard about this before, buying the dip, but we're going to go into details of how to do that, when to do that. It's not very clear. It's just a general term, but I thought I'd dive in with a, a specific strategy for you in this first episode. So real quick, this wasn't originally going to be the first episode, uh, but given the market uh, drop we've had in late February around the coronavirus I thought this would be a little bit more relevant to start the podcast off with. And so this sort of buy the dip call buying strategy is completely based on volatility. And what the study was based on is you is looking at the VXX exchange traded notes, kind of like an ETF. It's, it's really an ETN. And we're going to be looking at the VXX as a clue as to when the market dip might be over. So real quick, if you haven't heard of VXX before, let me give you a quick kind of overview. VXX is an exchange traded note. It tracks the front two months of the short-term futures for, of the VIX. And there's a severe value decay in VXX over time. On average, VXX will lose 4% per month, maybe 30% per year. This drag is, or, or you know, this roll that sometimes they call it the contango loss. So what, you know, for the sake of this, you know, this episode and for the strategy, you just need to know that VXX has a downward pressure on it over time. Now, we're not going to be trading VXX itself. We're just using it as a trigger. But given the fact that VXX has a downward momentum, it's basically in a downtrend. And we're going to be sort of using a reverse trend following strategy for trading SPY using VXX. Now, there have been a few other studies about trading VXX itself. I've actually posted one um, about a year ago where when VXX spikes, if you if you do a longer term bearish trade, they tend to work out over time. But that's not the way um, you're going to buy the dip on SPY. So we're going to kind of start over here. We're going to be trading SPY and use VXX as an indicator. So typically when a market dips or, or pulls back or declines, volatility tends to rise. And if the pullback is big enough, VXX itself is going to rally and move above the 10-day simple moving average. And that's going to be our level that we're going to be watching for uh, sort of an indication of VXX that either A, the volatility is starting to increase, or B, the volatility is settling down after a pullback. So during a pullback, if the pullback is big enough, VXX will actually rally above its 10-day simple moving average. And this can actually be a trigger that more pain is to come. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on getting bearish when VXX rallies above the 10. But like I said, given the current market conditions, since uh, VXX is already up there, we're going to we're going to start with the the buy the dip portion of that. So once VXX is above the 10, what we're looking for now is for VXX to actually cross back down below. So when VXX is in rally mode and the market is selling off, we really don't know 
when it's going to recover. It could be a week. It could be two weeks. It could be a month. So that's why we're going to use that moving average. When it crosses back below the 10-day moving average, that's a sign that the volatility could be settling down and the downward trend that's sort of natural inside of VXX uh, could or should continue. So that's really the trigger for getting long SPY for this study is when the VXX crosses back below the 10-day moving average. Now, as you probably know, there's there's tons of ways to, you know, quote unquote, I'm air quoting here, get long. And we're going to be looking at buying call options. But, you know, some people might ask, well, can you sell a put spread? And the answer is, well, yes, but that's not what the study we're going to look at. We're going to look at actually buying a single call option. And we're going to talk about the strikes, the duration, and when to take profits. So I've sort of played with the parameters of this trade um, to kind of see, you know, Keeping in mind things like, well, how much is this option going to cost us? You know, a lot of times we trade vertical spreads to reduce our cost basis. Since we're buying single calls, um, you know, what's the best way? And, you know, if we go out of the money, uh, the, the calls are cheaper. But is that actually um, worth doing? You know, how consistent is the strategy? And where I ended up with is what I think the best kind of trade off is when that VXX crosses back below the 10 day moving average. I'm looking at a Delta 50 call about 30 days out. So it's kind of right at the money and with about 30 days to expiration. And when I'm looking at how much that actually costs, and this is, again, a two-year study, for the past two years, the average price of that option is somewhere between $400 and just over $500. So somewhere about between like four, four hundred, about five, five twenty-five. So that's how much capital you would need to outlay on average. And obviously volatility is going to be different and, you know, over time. But I looked at going a little bit deeper in the money, which actually actually performed slightly uh, a little bit better. But you're going to be paying upwards of seven or eight hundred dollars a contract. And the return on capital wasn't much better than the Delta 50 option that we're going to kind of focus on here. So again, we're about 30 days out. We're buying Delta 50 call option. And here are the parameters that I put into the back test. You know, I thought was a good trade off again of profit and win rate and all that stuff. So first of all, we're going to be putting a 50% stop loss on that call option. So again, you know, imagine the market, you know, selling off hard volatility starts to, to settle down the VXX crosses back below that 10 day moving average and we buy the call option. And the worst case scenario is that the dip is not over and VXX rallies back up and this happens sometimes. And so we're going to put a 50% stop loss on the option that way in case the market rallies, or maybe, you know, it doesn't quite completely get back into a downtrend um, or the market, I'm sorry, the market doesn't get completely back into an uptrend. Maybe it chops around a little bit we're going to want to exit that trade as well. So we're using a 50% stop loss, but our max profit, what we're going to be looking at is trying to achieve 100 to 125% gain. So our risk reward is actually geared to the upside. And I wouldn't call it asymmetric risk reward because it's not that, that much, but with a 50% stop loss and looking to gain at least hundred percent, if not 125% gain is where a good combination was. And let's go through some of the results with that. So Real quick, I'm going to recap the whole trade. When the VXX crosses below the 10-day moving average, this study bought an SPY call option about 30 days out, about a delta 50 with a 50% stop loss 
and a target of about 100 to 125%. We're going to talk about the 125% because that's what I got set to right now. Over the past two years, there were about 10 trades. There was a 60% win rate. So there were six wins, four losses. The average gain on this strategy was $637, and the average loss was about $300. And that's kind of in line with, with what we talked about. Generally, you're going to pay four, between four and $500 for this. So 125% gain is going to be you know closer to $600 or so. And a 50% loss is going to be about, you know, $250, $300. That's the, you know, the result of that. And I'm looking at the PL curve and it's got a nice gentle slope to the upside. The return on capital here was about 226% of the cap capital that was allocated and made a total of about $2,500. And again, it was about 10 trades. And this is just going back the last two years. The only reason I can't go back farther than two years on this particular study is because a couple years ago, VXX changed hands. It was trading for a long time, and I think it was 2018. They did away with VXX, and it came out to be VXXB. And then I think the ticker went back to VXX. So there's been a little bit of changes in, in there. So I wish I could get a little bit farther back in this study. Uh, but I've used this study um, looking for you know getting bearish as well when the when VXX crosses above the 10 uh, 10 day moving average. There's some good studies that I'll be coming out with here on the podcast and as well on, on the YouTube channel. I'll be posting it over there too. So let me wrap it up again real quick. When the VXX crosses back below, this is after a market dip, below the 10-day moving average, this study bought a Delta 50 SPY call option about 30 days out. We put a 50% stop and a 125% target, had a 60% win rate. The winners were twice as big as the losers. Made about uh, $2,500, and this is trading single contracts and has a pretty smooth equity curve going back the last two years. So this is something I'm going to be looking for whenever you know this market dip ends is watching that VXX and the 10-day moving average and see you know when the dust settles from all this coronavirus sell-off. And real quick, it would mean the world to me if you could take about 30 seconds, leave a rating for the podcast either on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. We're in Google Podcasts as well. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Um, if you're looking forward to more studies like this, I would really appreciate it. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you found it informative and helpful. The next episode is coming out soon, so I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. To join our community of options traders, head on over to patreon.com forward slash vertical spread options trading for details. But before you go, you should know that everything discussed on this podcast and in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice of any kind.